Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark and Agnes Drew. It's day 1,121 since we came back on the air, and happy Halloween, everyone! Yes, happy Halloween! And welcome, also, listeners, to our Halloween party! We haven't been to one in a couple of years. The last one was when Deerfield was still around. But since the zombie horde Medusa wiped it out a while back, we haven't found enough people who want to celebrate. We'll be heading over to Gipstein's Lighthouse to celebrate with the Longs shortly, but we wanted to have a celebration with all of you as well. Last year, Max told a pretty creepy ghost story, which was fun. But this year, we're trying to be a little more festive and focus on the fun parts of Halloween instead of the scary parts. We all have enough scary in our lives right now. You said it. Although I did invite the Headless Horseman to the party. I hope that's okay. The Finger Puppet can stay, as long as you don't start doing that weird voice again. Just put it on the shelf over there, and he can be part of the decor. Okay, okay, fair enough. I have a surprise for you two. Oh, good! I love surprises, especially when Dr. Clark brings them instead of Max. Har, har. What's the surprise, Dr. Clark? Here. A jack-o'-lantern. You made one from the pumpkins we found in Mint's garden. Yep. I know we talked about it, but we all got really busy and didn't have time to do it as a group, so I whipped this up last night. By the way, there are plenty left, listeners, so if you want a pumpkin, go get one or two. Don't take them all, though. Mint was always careful to ration out her crop so that everybody would get a little. Hey, wait, where does the name jack-o'-lantern come from, anyway? There are a few different theories. One is that it's named after swamp gas. Huh? So there's a phenomenon where organic decomposition in swamps creates gases called phosphine, diphosphine, and methane. The first two burn in the presence of oxygen, which then ignites the methane. What you get are these little fires burning in the middle of bogs or marshes. People would see them at night, think there was someone with a torch, and then get lost in the swamp. Because people didn't understand what was happening, they thought it was some kind of supernatural being that was luring people to their deaths. And they call it a will-o'-the-wisp or jack-o'-lantern. That's kind of interesting. It is, but my favorite story about the origin of the jack-o'-lantern is the story of Stingy Jack. Oh, do tell. So, Stingy Jack was a notorious liar and thief and was drunk a lot to boot. He was one of the most hated men in the village where he lived. One day, Satan heard about how awful he was and went to go see for himself. Well, when Stingy Jack saw Satan, he figured he'd come for his soul and he made a last request. He wanted to drink ale before he would go to the underworld. Satan agreed and took him to a tavern where they drank the night away. But then Stingy Jack wanted Satan to pay for the bar bill. Jack convinced Satan to transform himself into a silver coin to pay the bar tab with. But when Satan did so, Jack grabbed him and put him in his wallet where he had a crucifix, which robbed Satan of his power to turn back. Putting one over on the devil is a pretty neat trick. I know. So Satan made a bargain. 
if Jack would let him go, Satan promised not to take Jack's soul. So Jack let him go. Years later, when Jack died, because every living thing does, but when he got to the gates of heaven, he couldn't get in. He had lived such a sinful life that they wouldn't allow him entry. So he went to the underworld. But Satan said a promise is a promise. So they wouldn't let him in down there either. To warn others, Satan gave Jack a burning ember. Jack took it, put it inside a hollowed out turnip, and now he is doomed to wander the earth forever, looking for a place to rest, carrying his jack-o'-lantern. I thought we were skipping the creepy ghost stories this year. Oh, I don't think it was that creepy. It was creepy enough. Okay, you two, that's enough. Come on, this is supposed to be a party. Let's sign off and get back to the party part. Listeners, we here at Mercury all hope you have a happy Halloween. And if you happen to have access to any candy, don't eat too much of it. Especially since it's probably expired by now. If we get any trick-or-treaters around here tonight, we'll be handing out some nuts and berries we've been gathering. And we'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark, Agnes Drew, and Max O'Brien. Take care of each other.